lot of people are talking about the sports franchises in our city. You know, the blue, the um, Maple Leafs are cleaning out their lockers today because their season's done. Uh, Raptors are doing really well in the playoffs. They're moving on. And the Blue Jays, they're making news because they're calling up the top prospect, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., from uh, to the M, uh, the Major League Baseball for a debut this Friday against the Oakland A's. Now, truth be told, and Barry knows this, I don't know no I don't know uh, much for baseball. So we've got Barry Davis on the line. He is the host of Out of the Park podcast. Barry, not everybody knows a lot about our sports teams. Yeah, we get it. We know we can identify what the Toronto Blue Jays jersey looks like. We've been to a couple of games, but the players, you know elude us especially new players so let's talk about this rookie and is he worth the hype tell us a little bit about him well vladimir guerrero jr is the son of vladimir guerrero senior go figure who is a hall of fame player played with the montreal expos back in the day and his son has been pretty much tagging along with him since he was a little boy so he's been around baseball parks his whole life he's been around major league baseball his whole life and he, I think he, he was predestined to become a major league baseball player, but that's one thing. It's the other thing to have the talent. And this kid just kept proving and proving and proving how good he was. And when he was 16 years old, the Blue Jays offered him a contract. Now at the time he was playing in the Dominican. So at that age, the Blue Jays could sign him and have the rights to him and give him a nice big check, but they couldn't have him play Uh, any minor league baseball until he was 18 years old. So he was just, you know, a a prospect they were keeping their eyes on. But during that time, uh, you know, between the time they drafted him at the age of 16 and where we're at now, he has proven that he could potentially be better than his father. And he, this is being looked at as one of the most anticipated debuts of a prospect in major league history. When you say they cut him a check and he continues to play in the Dominican, how much uh, oversight did the Jays uh, ball team do with regard to his training in the Dominican? Did they send people down there to train him? Oh yeah. They have, they have scouts. They have people down there to, to kind of work with them, to help him out. And that, that was definitely something that, yeah, when you sign a kid that young, you want to be able to kind of oversee uh, what they're doing. Then teams do this all the time. Uh, they see the potential and they just want to snatch them up before someone else does. Right. And like they're out, you know, they're scouting high schools and stuff, try to, trying to find the next big thing. It's a gamble because you could deal oh, with yeah. uh, an early injury. And, and speaking of Guerrero Jr. suffered an oblique injury in spring training last month. Yeah, he did. And I think that everyone was uh, getting a little panicky because I think for a lot of Blue Jay fans, they're looking at him as as the big savior, as the one that is going to turn this team from the you know rebuilding last place team that they could be this year to getting back to the World Series. Now he can't do it alone, but if you have potentially the best player in baseball on your team, then that's a pretty decent start. And you know once he establishes himself in the major leagues, and as long as he doesn't completely poo-poo the bed um, with him around, that will eventually make you know, big time free agents think, oh, I want to play there. I want to play with this guy because, you know, this is going to be a good team. But the big question is, will he be able to handle the pressure? Will he be able to make that adjustment from the minors to the majors? And I would be absolutely blown away if he wasn't able to do this. because his, yeah. Just because it, it's in his DNA. And every level of baseball he's been in, he's just absolutely crushed it. So I have no reason to believe that he would have any issues here. You talk about the fact it's in his DNA. His dad played for Montreal. He was an expo. Is he a Canadian? Uh, not technically. Well, I think he's got citizenship in both. Okay. Like he, 
he I think he was born in Montreal, but he was raised in the Dominican, and that's where he spent most of his life. In fact, uh, he doesn't speak much English at all. Um, he probably speaks more than we're let, we know, right, because it's just more comfortable for him to do interviews in Spanish, so that's where he does the majority. You know, I've never heard him do any interviews in English before, but I've also spoken to teammates of his who say, yeah, he can speak English, but it's just a comfort thing. I was reading a little bit about Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and just trying to bone up on exactly who he is. One person said he's 100% fun. Is that oh, yeah. speaking to a big personality? Tell us why he's so fun. Yeah, it, it just he, he always has a smile on his face. He loves spending time with fans. Now, last year, I went down to Buffalo to see him play with the Bisons. And you would think that this kid that everyone's talking about, the last place he'd want to be, would be hanging out playing in Buffalo in the minor leagues when everyone knows he's good enough to be in the major leagues. And the only reason he wasn't is, uh, you know, something in baseball and pro sports they call the clock. And I can get to that in a second. But seeing him spend all this time before games signing autographs with fans and laughing and joking, all of his teammates say he's just got a giant personality. So this is a guy that I, I don't see him being overwhelmed by anything. All right, so get to you, you mentioned you were going to refer to something in a second, yeah. the clock. So in Major League Baseball, when a team has a player, they have control of his rights. So that means he can't become a free agent for a certain amount of years. So it's like five years in the majors before he can become a free agent. Mm-hmm. So it's based on service time. And service time, they basically say that it's 175 days in the majors represents one year because there's 162 games and it's spread over a certain amount of time. So if a player has spent 175 days with the team in a season, then that's a full season. So if the Blue Jays, if Vladimir Guerrero was healthy and he started the season uh, with the Toronto Blue Jays and played the full season, he would have had the 175 days with the organization in 2019, which would mean He's one year closer to becoming a free agent. So this is strategic, calling him up at this time in the season. Yeah, because now he's not going to get the 175 days. So this will not be considered a first full season. He won't get to that first full season until middle of April next year before he gets those 175 days. So um, now that, that buys them an extra year. So now they have him in their control for an extra year because they waited until April. And it's something a lot of fans have a hard time with. And it's a real stupid rule in Major League Baseball because if you have the best young potential player out there and you can't even have them play with your team because of this, yeah, right? But you have to look at both sides of it. Too. Yeah, wouldn't it mean he's a free agent in the middle of a year? No, it would just mean that he'd be a free agent a year earlier, right? So... Um, yeah, but I mean, when you when then when you're moving on, okay, so we bring him up now to play, right. and then by the middle of next season, he's at a year. But at some point, it's going to be the middle of the season when right. he becomes a free agent. Isn't that like that's scary? Because then, if he's doing really well and he's our major player, we're going to have to offer him a lot of money to stick around. Oh yeah, yeah, and and they can't lose like he, the free agency wouldn't kick in until the season ended. Okay, but but the whole idea though is that they have to lock this guy up long before they get there. What right? position is he going to play? Third base, for the most part. And uh, he'll probably DH some. I know there's been some talk about whether or not he's mobile enough to play third base because he's, he's, a, he's a large fella. Um, very similar uh, you know, physique that his dad had. But he seems to be a little bit more agile than his dad was. And uh, everything I've seen from him at third base, I think he can handle, he can handle it quite easily. So um, 
we won't know until he actually gets on the field and does right. it. But I, I, everyone's anticipating it. And what I'm really curious about is to see how much of a bump they get in attendance on Friday because the attendance has been pretty crappy so yeah, far. Yeah, well, listen, year. Chris Creston, I don't think he, you know, he's a Leafs fan. He doesn't have a lot to do now, sadly. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. he said he might go to the game. Well, that's it, right? I know a lot of people that are saying, okay, now I've got a reason to go see this game. I want to see this kid and see what he can do. Uh, we'll see how long that lasts. We'll see if... Uh, and fans are funny that way, right? They're kind of, this past week, Kevin Pillar returned, and I, so many people were like, oh, I've got to go see Kevin Pillar. Well, you had him here for five years. You never saw him when he was here. Right. Did but he get a standing you- ovation when he got a run for the Jays? Probably not. Yeah, right. And as soon as somebody goes, then it's like, oh, wow. And oh, that's very that- Canadian. We do oh, that yeah. all the time. Yeah, that happened when uh, Doug Flutie was a Toronto Argonaut. Nobody went to see him. Then he goes to Buffalo and goes in the NFL. And it's like, oh, my God, we that's the... Well, yeah, you could watch them every day here, but nobody cared, right? They only want to see you when you're gone. Yeah, uh, Guerrero Jr., uh, his strength is hitting, is that correct? Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he, he's, he's a hitter, and he's torn it up in every level of baseball. He's going to hit some incredible home runs. He's going to hit doubles. He's, yeah, he is a guy that a lot of the big home run hitters, it's either home run or bust. Uh, that's, not, that's not the way it's going to be with Vladimir Guerrero. You're going to see him contribute in so many different ways but yeah he could potentially be one of the best hitters in baseball you know who knows it could even be this year i know you're big you're you're passionate this is what you love is baseball but you do make it sound quite exciting and you know now i'm thinking geez maybe i have to go and watch history being made tomorrow damn i wish i had thought about that years ago i could have used that like as a pickup line when i met my wife (laughs) now he's still working on how what's going on you're working on your pickup lines for your wife it's all over you don't have to worry about that anymore scratch that off (laughs) barry davis it's always a pleasure to have you on the show you bet thank you so much thanks for being here you're host of the out of the park podcast and it's everything baseball